This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Incredible Monday to you and yours. And, well, this is what the entire nation's talking about right now. Uh, The entire NFL, the whole world has just stopped on its axis. Because the biggest story resides in the mid-state. George McIntyre, well, I'm going to let him tell you about it in his own words. He he made it official. Then we'll go to our all-star panel. X is going to join us. This is a huge day in Rocky Top, a huge day, and here we go. George McIntyre. Nothing is possible. God's men, I hope that each and every one will find them eventually. That's where I come in. I love this state, the fan base, and the coaches, and I'll be staying home at the University of Tennessee. And now we're going to hear his Instagram. This is really sweet, what he dropped on Insta. Plus, so many great opportunities to follow my dream of playing college football. Mm-hmm. But I'm grateful for every one of them. But there's always been one place close to my heart. It's where I learned about family and faith. And it's where I was born to play football. From Nashville to Knoxville. Uh-oh. The Mississippi to the Smokies. Uh-oh. There's just something special about Tennessee. Uh-oh. This isn't a decision. It's a call. Uh oh! And volunteers answer the call. Uh oh! Rocky Top. I'm staying home. Uh oh! Bino, Jeff Henderson, good morning to you. Your thoughts on picking up a five star quarterback to start a Monday, defeating Alabama twice in a row beating them on the basketball court and then pulling their pants down and recruiting and spanking them in front of the entire free world. Your thoughts on that? Tony, I just don't see any way that we could have had a better extended weekend here in, in big orange country. You, uh, basketball team played easily. It's most complete game of the entire season blew out a really good Alabama basketball team. Um, then you, uh, you pick up a coveted offensive lineman and a defensive lineman out of the portal. Uh, then you uh, get a commitment from hopefully your your next uh, quarterback, uh, top flight starting quarterback after Nico's time is through here. Uh, and you get two days closer to getting out of this little house on the prairie nonsense that I'm about to I'm about to 
to explode over. So I just don't see I can be any better, Tony. Great weekend. Yeah, I'm on like total snap alert. Like I'm really snappy today, and I, I needed that. I need something good because I've been stuck inside too, and uh, it's just been uh, I don't know, just been kind of crazy. But uh, enough about me. I don't want to bore you. George McIntyre is six six. He's only 185 pounds. He's a basketball player. Um, I was talking with X about him, who's going to join us here in a little bit, and. X's word about him is, Tony, he's Nico all over again, and he's an absolutely perfect fit, a perfect fit for what Josh Heupel wants to do at quarterback. So your quarterback situation in Knoxville is set for the next several years, and this is how the programs that aspire to play elite football, this is how they roll. You don't worry about your quarterback situation. You, you lay one on top of the other on top of the other. And it's, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So he's part of Tennessee's class of 2025. Um, Tennessee offered him back in 2022 so they offered him a while ago like a year and a half or so ago back in the summer of 2022 and this is a guy who could have gone anywhere i mean literally could have gone anywhere but um he's a five-star player number 15 overall prospect top in the in the 2025 class and um you know, some say he's the the third best quarterback in this class, but you just have to have one of those guys. You just have to have one of them, and you you got you know, and it's almost a, a non negotiable in, in today's college football to have one of those guys. So this is an exciting day uh, in Knoxville. I don't know if people realize the significance of it, but. And I'm a person who I believe it when I see it with all these people, Nico included. But people I trust and respect say this guy has what it takes. And then when you hear him talk and you hear how humble he is and and watching his um, pretty no-frills press conference that he did, you get a sense for who he is. Uh, he just looks like a guy that projects to be in a to be in a very good player here. Um, very businesslike. Really impressed. I was really impressed today with the presentation of what they did. It wasn't ostentatious. It wasn't over the top. He didn't pull four hats on. He wasn't acting like a clown. Uh, he's just like, hey, look, I'm I'm thankful here for my community. I'm thankful for my teammates. He said, everybody in my school has a passion. Mine happens to be playing football. And I've been blessed at my passion, which is a great thing to say, by the way. Everybody here has a passion. I mean, some of you are into music, art. Some of you are into whatever you're into. Good to see a quarterback who's serious about what he's doing. And that's part of it. Not getting into all the frills. So, good for him. It's a great day. It's a it's a wonderful day for Tennessee, 
coming off what was an incredible weekend. So if you have a thought on McIntyre's commitment and what it what it means, uh, it's a great sign for the future. Tennessee had to have him, and Alabama's now leaked two quarterbacks because um, the kid they had in this class is gone officially out of the portal into another school, and now Tennessee has uh, wrestled McIntyre, who's a mid-state kid who Alabama was getting those guys for years and years, Bino. Alabama took the um, took, took the kid away from us from Tennessee Martin several years back. I mean, they were just getting those guys, and that's just not the case now. So it was a new day here. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good to see us win a big battle, Tony. And I, uh, you know, I, there's there's going to be a changing of the guard now because they they Alabama pretty much got whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted, until Kirby Smart started getting what they didn't, um, and. Uh, Alabama's going to learn now to uh, what the other living on the other side's like. So we've got that discuss. If you want to get in eight six five two hundred five four zero two, we've got the fact that I got more chins than NFL wins over the weekend in my picks. Remember to download the Zen app, but don't be like me, pick winners, not not losers. Um, I dubbed myself Hot Tony last week. And Bino reminded me that my doctor told me uh, that I needed to lose weight. He said, actually, Tony, your name's Fat Tony. <laughs> and I, at this point, have more chins than wins. So um, there's no question that's true. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the screen, and I've got at least two chins, which is, well, two more wins than I had over the weekend. Uh I really thought San Francisco would take that Packer team apart. That young Packer team is going to be really good for years to come. I, for some reason, thought the Houston Texans were going to go to Baltimore and win. That did not happen. I thought Buffalo was going to play the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. That's not going to happen. And what was the other game yesterday? What am I? I'm missing a game here. Um, I'm, I'm the uh, Lions Bucks. I, no, the I Lions did Bucks. Yeah, I did think the Lions would roll the Bucks. So, one out of four ain't bad meatloaf. They didn't roll them. I mean, it was a good game. They made them by fourteen in an NFL football game. It's it's pretty much a roll job. But I love you. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. Don't be sad. One out of four, Fat Tony. More chins and wins ain't bad. Bina, how many chins do you count when you look into the screen right now? Tell the truth. I only see one, Tony. I think your doctor's way off. You're lying. Um, I was like you. Uh, I played. Uh, I played all dogs except I played the over in San Francisco and uh, and uh, um, whoever the heck the they pack, played. The pack. The pack. The pack. Fortunately, I decided late to take both overs yesterday, so I wound up hitting three out of four yesterday after going zero for two on Saturday. So, the Packer kind of back, Bino. That's a really good young player. They have the youngest team in uh, in the NFL playoffs, and uh, 
Detroit Lions ought to enjoy this. Now, I said in the blog today, I'm full Lions from here. Though, from the NFC, Juan Jennings just my boy. I mean, I don't know what you say about him. When they showed that clip of him blocking that guy into the Gatorade table and onto the Gatorade table over there on the side, that cat has not changed. Okay? Now, I want to see. Uh, it's so incredible. The matchup between him and Sutton this weekend. No doubt. If it happens. You think they have some. That'll bring back some memories if so, they get to cover one each other. Did they overlap? Did they overlap with each other? I guess they did. Yeah, Sutton Sutton played for two years with Jawan, 15 and 16. Jawan Jennings happens to be the man. What was the uh, what was the wide receiver coach, Bry, that he was going to whip him on the field? Kevin Kevin Beard. He must have thought Kevin that was Beard. Kevin Beard or Brady Hoke. Where is Kevin Beard now? Because he was blocking that dude like he was Kevin Beard over there on the sidelines. That 49er team, I'll tell you what, that last drive, that's what the game's all about. Taking the ball, going down the field. And last night, the Bills had an opportunity a wide open wide receiver being out in the end zone, ball thrown errantly, and that's what you're judged on at that level. It, it is a it is a razor's edge in terms of completing that final drive or not completing that final drive. And Josh Allen, to this point in his young career, has been the guy that's figured out a way to not win those games. Yeah, he's he gets right there, Tony, and. Uh, makes plays all throughout the game, and then has a couple he doesn't make at the, at the worst time. So, and that that's what and Kansas City just finds ways to win those games. Oh, that's what they do. Yeah, because they have they they have a shell of a team, just a shell of a team uh, around their quarterback right now. A shell of what they were offensively. However, they just kind of find a way. I mean, they scored their. Final touchdown, 13 minutes to go in the game in an NFL playoff game, and it held up on the road. And those poor Bill fans, you, where is you Scott Norwide when you need him? When you have a guy going in for an end zone, going in to make it a two-score game, and he fumbles, usually you don't recover from that. Oh, no. They should have been up 10 points there. Yep. Well, Kansas City, a lot like Alabama. To me, this year, the team that probably has no business being in the last four teams playing, but they are. And they don't have Tariq Hill, which I wonder when that comes back to get them. This might be the week it does. They're playing a team, though, with a quarterback that just hadn't done it in the playoffs. I mean, you really, and they're on the road, I know. And I went against Baltimore last week, and Jackson was really good. But if you're asking me in a one-game situation, who are you taking? I'm Unfortunately, plus the NFL, they always do a huge number. Everything about them is a huge number. Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, are you kidding me? Do, do you know what kind of number they'll do around the world if they can get her up in that box and showing her? And, and let me say a word here as an Eagle fan about Jason Kelsey. I was ashamed of him last night. Now that's a that's an NFL Hall of Fame football player. That guy needs it. That guy needs that guy needs to be like evaluated. 
that guy is a clout chaser. When a human being takes their shirt off and goes into a crowd and has to do look at me, when their brother's out there on the field, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't respond. I don't like that. I don't respond. I wouldn't want to be around a guy like that. Be like, oh, it's so cool. Really? Is that cool? Is that cool? Really? That's look at me. That's what that is. That's look at me. And I'm about sick of him. And I'm about sick of the Kelseys. And I love Taylor's. I like Taylor Swift's music. I'm about sick of that. I'm sick of Brittany Mahomes. I'm sick of Jackson Mahomes. I'm sick of Pat Mahomes, the baseball player, who long since was forgotten about by history till he sired his unbelievable son, who's an incredible football player. I'm sick of the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what is that last night? What What is that guy doing? I'm sorry. Maybe I've been cooped up too long and I'm... And I'm uh, grouchy and crouchy or whatever I am. But I I just find that so off-putting and ridiculous. You can't just sit there in the the booth and just kind of watch the game. Got to make it all about you, the Kelsey brothers, all about them. You know, I talk about how the Mannings, to me, are just way overexposed. And the Kelseys are right there with them. Those Those two brothers ought to, like, try to disappear into the ether for a while. We we could all we could all make it. I mean, geez Louise. And this guy's like an NFL Hall of Fame, one of the all time great Eagles. I mean it you know, it pains me to say that, but I call it like it is. I saw that last night. I turned to I turned to my family and I said, That's about ridiculous. Look at that. How bad does this guy need it? You know, the Chiefs could get beat and they'll probably see that someone's probably going to have Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at the Super Bowl in a box somewhere, and they'll show them on television. Hey, Bry, if the Chiefs get beat, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey won't be anywhere near that Super Bowl. Get real. If you think for five seconds that they care enough to go to a Super Bowl game that he's not playing in, come on, man. Get real. I don't know. Brian. Brian. Taylor Swift doesn't need the attention. She's 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 the Beatles of her era. I mean, it is what it is. Look at the music charts. She doesn't need it. You know who needs it? Is that Jason Kelsey guy? That guy needs it. Pino, do you find that to be needy behavior when you're taking your shirt off and jumping out of the stands like that? Or am I wrong? I, I only noticed the one time when he was up in the booth, Tony. Uh, I didn't think that much about it. That's, uh, you know, that's kind of a crazy duo anyway. Uh, yeah, they're going to take every opportunity they can to get exposed. Uh, exposed. You, you guys get the feeling that uh, Travis might follow his brother into retirement? Yes. Well, I, if, I, if they win the Super Bowl, yeah. I've thought this for a, a while... But this is just how I think, because I'm, I, I don't know what I am, cynical, that this whole uh, thing with um, um, Taylor Swift was a calculated deal. Great business. H- him affixing his name to her, he is on every commercial 
on television. Every single, the jab, the this, the insurance, the batteries, the soup, the this, the mother I'm sick of, the whole thing I'm sick I mean, Kelsey's, please go away. Please. I, I, I quit. I quit. I quit on the Kelsey's. That's, uh, that's Iguaz Bearcats boys, by the way. I, I, I don't care where they came from. I mean, come on, Eric. Please go away. Here, here's what I hope goes into the calculation. Yeah. With uh, with apologies to Cinco. I hope the Chiefs get subtracted, so I don't have to look at any of that. Taylor Swift included anymore. I I agree with that, and I listen, and I'll I'll be the first to say she's a great. I think she's a great songwriter. She speaks really well to those kids. She's a terrific performer. I respect the hell out of her. But that guy. Bino, if you'd see that video of the way that kid today presented himself and the way that Kelsey guy presented himself last night, I want that McIntyre guy on my team, and I want that Kelsey guy as far away from the Eagles as humanly possible right now. That pissed me off last night. First of all, you got beat on Monday night. Your team team won one game the last two months of the season, and you're running around acting like that? Are you kidding me? You got you are freaking kidding me, right? You got to be kidding me. Isn't it great? <laughs> no, it's no. Actually, it's not great. No, actually, I don't. My, I don't want a young kid acting like him. No, it's not great. That's not great. That's a drunken fool. That's what that is. That's not great. <laughs> Look at bro. <laughs> No, 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 no. Didn't uh, no. Taylor Lewan do something Arrest like his that ass. At the Preds game? Arrest his ass and f- put some handcuffs on him for public drunkenness. <laughs> if you'd have seen him, Bino, Bino, he comes out of the booth with his shirt off and is running up and down the, up and down the, where people are watching the game. Like, what are you doing? How bad do you need it, man? Do we need an intervention with you? I'm sorry. You you say what you want, well, Tony. You know you're judging the guy. I'm not judging the guy. The guy is needy. I'm not judging him at all. You're projecting your values on. No, I'm not. No, no, actually, I'm not. But I'm sure not going to celebrate that nonsense. Isn't that great? Uh, no. Isn't he funny? No. Actually, no. He's not funny. No. He he plays for a team that embarrassed themselves. Monday night. I don't mind him cheering for his brother. Sit up here in the box, cheer for your brother, jump up and down when they score. Sure, whatever. But that? No. Sorry, no. And the TV networks with Taylor, I mean, what do you want the TV networks to do with Taylor Swift? Of course they're going to show her. Of course they're going to show her. I have a young girl I, uh, I, uh, teach music to she's she's never watched the nfl in her life you know she told me every time the chiefs are on i watch them i said why you starting to like the game she said no but when they show taylor they're going to show taylor you know they're going to show her and i'm just like you're going to sit there and watch something for three hours so they show somebody twice i mean okay but you know that's how it is this 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 lady has a her followers, it's hard to describe what her followers, I mean, she has a control 
over her people. It is really something. And the NFL knows exactly what they're doing. And if you think the Baltimore Ravens are going to get a call, if that thing's close, you talk about the Alabama whistle in our league. Are you kidding me? Look at Jason Kelsey. Ah, oh, he has a shirt on. Oh. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Well, it's interesting how the Chiefs were griping about that call that they got that wiped away their winning touchdown against the Bills in the regular season and how they complained. I wish somebody would have hammered that meatball with some snowballs, that meathead. What do you think of that rant, Bino? On an Eagle Hall of Famer, by the way, who's a great player. But what's the point? I mean, what is the point in that? I juxtapose that McIntyre kid today and the way he presented himself to that. And you sign me up for that McIntyre kid any day of the week well, over, over Jason Kelsey. I think Kelsey. there's a different, different setting with McIntyre. He's announcing where he's, he's, he's in a serious type situation where he's announcing where he's going to play college. And yeah. Jason Kelsey is, is not in that same type of Jason Kelsey's team lost seven of their last eight games. And he should sit up there and watch his brother and not embarrass himself. So there's your serious – that's a pretty serious situation when you lose 70 of your last eight games. And you go from 10-1 and one to what they – and then these guys get no shame. I'm sorry. We'll come back. We'll get some phone calls in. It's a perfect Monday. That's, that's what I'm calling this. Perfect Monday for the Vols. Alabama took an 0-2. They're like 0-6. They lost uh, a quarterback as well. Uh, they're leaking oil, baby. It's beautiful. The the <laughs> the Tider Valdez is coming up on shore. Nick Saban was on the Golf Channel yesterday. Their sports highlight, their sports highlight was an amateur from Alabama. Great story. An amateur from Alabama winning in an event over the weekend, a PGA Tour event. That's Alabama's sports highlight of the last year. Of the last year, sports fans. And I got time for it as we come back on the other side after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. 
This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. you got to get back in a better mood today. Let me listen to... you you got to hear this. This is my man. This is my guy. McIntyre committing. Blessed with so many great opportunities uh, to follow my dream uh, of playing college football. Uh, and I'm grateful for And everyone. the video oh, it shows all this. It's got Reggie White in it. My heart. Johnny Majors. It's where I learned about family and faith. Uh, it does. Uh, and it's where I was born it to play football. Uh, From Nashville to Knoxville, oh. the Mississippi to the Smokies, oh. there's just something special about Tennessee. Oh. This isn't a decision, it's a call. Oh. And volunteers answer the call. Oh. Rocky Top, I'm staying home. Oh. Goosebumps, man. Nowhere did Taylor Swift appear. Nowhere did I see a Kansas City Chiefs logo. Nowhere did I see one of the Kelsey brothers. Thank God for that young man committing to our Tennessee volunteers today. What an incredible story. 6'5", strong-armed, going to grow into his 6'5 frame. He's very slight right now. X compares him very favorably to Nico. I'm never going to leave you. And Rocky Top needs to be excited today. As 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 red as I've gotten over Kelsey, I'm that excited about that young man. Bino Bino said during the break we found somebody that's got more of a red hiney than he does over being um, cooped up. You don't think I'm taking it well, Bino, based on the intro to the show? I, I don't think so, Tony. I, I understand. I mean, we somehow we wound up in Buffalo for a week. <laughs> if I in Buffalo, that's where I'd live. Back to the phones we go. I don't know if this will make it any better, but former Commanders and Panthers head coach Ron Rivera is interviewing for the Bacon Eagles defensive coordinator position. The last time Rivera was a D.C. is 2010 Chargers led the league in total defense. Brian's trying to trigger me right now. Let's go to our teal. Ron Rivera, Tony? You're not excited about Ron Rivera? (sighs) Let's go to our teal. The Eagles are doing the right thing in keeping Sirianni, by the way, because he has the Italian flag on his hat, and that's the only reason. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. Welcome into our first call. Hi. I told you uh, Saturday. Well, of course you you knew it. You too. call. I have the internet. Yeah, but you, but you called yeah, it. Tom. We go ahead, Tom. You got it. Uh, I was just going to say, <clears throat> I, it was, it, and I knew it was coming. You knew it was coming, but it sure was enjoyable. Uh, it was so enjoyable you can barely see a mention on Bama Online. <laughs> they, they they just talking about their transfer court. <laughs> But, Poor uh, Alabama, Don. Don't you feel sorry for him? Uh, not one bit. I mean, I, you got to feel one, sorry for him a little bit, don't you? Well, there's one person in Alabama I 
at the University of Alabama right now, I do feel sorry for. His name's Kevin DeBoer. Oh, boy. I mean, bless his heart. Mm. I mean, most of his offensive line, which got destroyed by Michigan, is on their way over to Alabama. I noticed that transfer portal. But, uh, I mean, the whole thing's <laughs> a shame. You know it? Yeah, boy. You, I, there's somebody I kind of feel sorry for the, <clears throat> at the University of Tennessee, though. And his name's Jake Merklinger. Because... <laughs> I mean, the guy just played in the Polynesian boat. What'd you think of him? You know? What'd you think of Merklinger when you saw him? I think I think he looks good. I read. I didn't really see so much as I read so much. I know mm. during the week it, uh, there was a lot of praise for him out there. So, of course, we need him to be really good because something happens to our Polynesian board early in the season. We need some talent on the field for that position. So yeah, he doesn't I look he doesn't great. look to me, I'll be really honest with you here. He doesn't look to me like he throws a heavy enough ball, but what do I know? We'll see what happens. Well now that yeah, well that's what that's the only knock I have read is people have, have other people been that. saying that? Because I I don't lurk I on have, the boards yeah, but I yeah. have seen it. Yeah, I am just gonna it's be honest that, about it. I mean he doesn't he I mean good on him. A lot of guys play can play at this at this level uh, without mm-hmm. kind of the strongest arm or the tightest spirals. But he do, he just doesn't look to me like he had throws a heavy enough ball. I mean that was maybe he had a bad night. Maybe he's got a shoulder something going on. Who knows? Or wasn't feeling well. Or I'm, I'm well, just, one of the things you know I've read is just his accuracy and his placement on the ball. Yeah, which uh, if you want me to be hopeful about that, I think he could. Think about a quarterback at Florida way back in Peyton's day. <laughs> well, there you go. There you yeah, go. I mean, it can be done in case. Oh, sure. He, you know, he didn't have a great arm. But boy, oh, no. College, college football is different. Yeah, and, and the thing, I will say this about that game, Don. I would encourage uh-huh. anybody when that next year when that Polynesian Bowl happens over there on the NFL Network, that is just a straight-up celebration of culture mm-hmm family and football that is a fun deal and the falls have had in two consecutive years they've stolen the show i mean they've had the players in that thing that matthews guy was really good the other night now again it's an all-star game who knows but yeah well i everything i've read since the first time i ever heard his name from anybody covering him was yep he really good and so is the kid from north carolina I think those two and Brazil, I think we're loading up pretty good at the wide receiver position. Um, no, no doubt about it. And we're going to see. We're going to see if Alabama and Georgia, um, um, we're going to see if they played this thing right because they, you know, they they wanted him as a safety, and Tennessee recruited him as a wide receiver. And we're going to see who guessed right. Uh, in time. So we'll see what happens. <clears throat> well, yeah, and the other thing is, uh, he's talking about playoffs and stuff. And what about our past quarterback who could, even though he's not going to play unless it's an emergency, make his way to the Super Bowl his first year? And he is on the active roster. Pretty great story, isn't it, for Hendon Hooker? Yeah. I mean that would be a that'd be a wonderful thing. 
Did you see Jalen Reeves Maven showing out? Oh, come on, man. He's had a great career. Not only did he show out, he's had a great career. A great career. And you got to kind of go lines with four VFLs on the team, so. I guess that's one I'm right. Who, who's the fourth? Right. Who's the fourth? Uh, well, you got Cam, of course. Uh, you got Jalen. Right. You got our quarterback. Right. Uh, the other one, what, what was the kid that uh, was about 140-pound defensive back when he played at UT, and then he went over to the 49ers and made uh, – Oh, that's uh, right. Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, he he is with the Lions. He's hurt, but that's right. Because we, we, had, we had thought – that he was in San Francisco, but he signed in the offseason with Detroit and got hurt. And that's the kind of year yep. they've had. They had a couple injuries early on, and they basically oh, yeah. they shook them off, shook them off, and look at them, man. I mean, they are uh, – tell you what, that Detroit team will, will go into San Fran as a live dog, no question. Well, if you look at being this, you know, that – coach of theirs sometimes I, i'm saying are you sure you want to do this like yes uh day before yesterday or yesterday whichever day they play and uh yeah we're going forward on fourth and five at the goal line i'm like you sure <laughs> i guess he knew what he was doing well scored on the next play hey don uh, if ever somebody took on the personality of their coach it's that lions team and that dude because that guy is not to be trifled with, and uh, he, he is, yeah. and he has done an excellent job. And if it hadn't been for a drunk referee, they'd be the home team this week. Well, oh, well. You, you uh, said it, I didn't. But thank you, brother. Good talking to you. Don reminds me that Emmanuel Mosley's on that roster. Thank you, Don. Very good. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two in the Polynesian Bowl. It's just a celebration. It's just a. I love these Polynesian people. I love them. Those are family people right there. I got time for that. All kinds of time. And I generally love families, just not the Kelseys. Last year's the first time I'd ever even heard of that, Tony. I know. And I, I've enjoyed watching it these past two years. Uh, I only watched the first half this year, but. Uh, um, I, I'll say this: um, Matthew certainly looks the part. He's he he's he's physically gifted. That that's for sure. For some reason, I want to call him Mike Miller or Mike Mitchell or anything but Mike Matthew. I know. I'm like the same way with him. For some reason, it's weird. Tell you what, Bino, he does look the part. Of yeah. course, you never know till somebody gets here, and uh, no, I- you know, with all these guys. But the thing we've learned is, is if you get enough of these high leverage lottery tickets, several are going to cash. Yeah. You know, recruiting from prospect to prospect, there's a high variance, obviously. And there's a high bust rate at all these positions. But if you get enough of them, that's one thing Saban knew. And that's one thing Kirby knows. You, you can't have enough of them. And you have to continue. Those guys are like uh, they're like all-star salesmen in companies. All-star salesmen get up every day and sell scared. Doesn't matter what they've done. Doesn't matter how big their bank account is. Doesn't matter how many trips they've been on. They get up every day and sell like they've never made a sale. And if they don't make a sale, they're not going to eat. And they just continue to fill the funnel up. Me, 
I was always the type where if I had a good year, it would be like, uh, guys, I'll see you in 12 months because I'm cruising for 12. No offense to you. But we're all a little different. Me, I just need my guitar to be in tune. That's all. The Lions are plus six and a half on the road. That is, um, that's a lot of points in that game for the way San Francisco looked, Beanstar. A lot of points. Would it shock you if the Lions, who have zero, zero history, I think, Brian, what's the number? They haven't won a road playoff game since... Oh, man. 1956, uh, I want to say. Bobby yeah, Lane was so, their quarterback. Yeah. That may be true. I mean, they hadn't won a playoff game at all until a week or so ago. In like 30-something years. The last AFC, last conference championship game they played in was in 1991 against the Washington Redskins. You talk about a fan base that deserves to win. That Buffalo fan base deserved to go to a Super Bowl and win one. They really did. Um, Detroit Lions absolutely deserve to win. Can they do it, Bino? I, I, that's that's an awfully tall task to beat this 49er team, Tony, mm. but uh, I'm sure pulling for them to do it. Uh, like most everyone outside of San Francisco. Uh, here's the here's the kicker. The last Lions road playoff win was in 1957 at San Francisco. That was their last road playoff win. Wow. So all these years later, they go back there trying to get another road playoff. Can win. you freaking imagine that? 1957. They have two road playoff wins in their history, 1952-1957. How is that possible? Just just for some context, the Jaguars did that, won two road playoff games in one season, once, back-to-back weeks. The Titans won two road playoff games back-to-back weeks, so just for, for some perspective there. I thought we'd been through... A lot here, guys. You imagine following an NFL franchise? That's the last time they won a road playoff game. You want to talk about a tormented and tortured fan base? We need that caller, Doug, in Elgin, South Carolina, to call in. It's crazy, man. Let's go back to our phone. Think about everything that's happened in the world since 57. Back to the, there was no Kennedy conspiracy back then. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. How you doing, Tony? There he is, the man from Michigan, who, who Brian Hartman told you all year to get on this Lions bandwagon, and you said no. Of course, you were mentioning 1957. They won the championship that year. That was Bobby he Lane, was right? Browns. Bobby Lane, no, the quarterback? Lane was not the quarterback. Who was the quarterback? I'll tell you what. The only one that will tell you that is Jerry Glanville. Was Jerry Landfill then there? I mean, Glanville there then? 
they defeated the Cleveland Browns that year. Oh, I didn't realize that. This was before Alex Karras, well, before the Lions drafted Alex Karras. I think it was before the NFL was like out of the dark ages being star. There was no Super Bowl back then. It was just an NFL championship game. I think there were two leagues back that, then, that weren't there? That was 10 years before there was ever was a Super Bowl. Think what, about weren't the Browns playing in the old AAAFC back then? Yes. When the NFL. Wow. Talk about the dark ages. The AFL wasn't even invented then. Paul Brown was the head coach of that team, Tony. Oh, wow. Who was the Lions coach back then, Bill? idea. Punch him lock? <laughs> Old hockey no. name. Old hockey name. Bill, are you on the wagon now? You on the Lions wagon like I am? No, I'm not, but my sister Sandy is. I, I just can't. <laughs> I'm going with San Francisco, Tony. They're going to have their work cut out for them, I think. Tell you what helps them, Bino. If Debo Samuel's unable to go, which who knows, that will really help Detroit's cause. And that golf kid, that would be a great story if that golf kid leads that team to a Super Bowl. A great story. I know people here want to see Hendon Hooker play. To me, the golf kid would be a great story. If he led them to the Super Bowl after he was given up on by his previous franchise. Okay, Tony, I'm like yeah. you on on this. I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes. I'm sick of Andy Reid. Yep, Ewad is. Ewad's sick of the Kelseys. I'm sick of I'm sick of Travis Kelsey and and, and Taylor Swift. Yep. Tony I would rather look at somebody like, uh, let's say, a Mariah Carey or uh, Karan Moore or an Ebony K. Williams than I would a Taylor Swift any day. Yep. No doubt about it. Yep. And uh, here's going to be my prediction on who I'm very excited that the Vowles got this McIntyre kid. I'm applauding that. But I'll tell you, Tony, this is going to be my prediction on who the Titans' next head coach will be. Look for it to be Brian Cashman, the offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. Because if there's anybody that I believe that can develop Mr. Mayonnaise, you know, Levis, yeah, Mr. Mayonnaise Levis, it definitely could be Brian Cashman. Are you still there, Tony? I'm right here listening to you, man. I'm, 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 I'm imagining the impact here. So that could, that's going to be. So I believe he'll be the next head coach of the Titans. 
Well, you call the shot right there. Bill, you're the man. Where's Belichick going to end up, Bino? Is he going to end up down in Atlanta? Is that what's going to happen here? And do you think Belichick has anything left in him, Bean Star? Uh, I think he will wind it up in Atlanta, Tony. Uh, and I, no, I don't think he's got enough left in him to turn that around. You know, the thing about Atlanta is you look at their club and they're a quarterback shy of being very good. The problem in the NFL, though, is where do you get a quarterback? Yeah. I mean, that's a conundrum like your Colts have been through that for years, where the Colts have a nice club, but they're kind of a quarterback shy. Where do you, where do you find a quarterback in that league? Yeah. That's a lot easier said than done. I mean, I mean that, you know, up there in New England, their quarterback, they were quarterback shy of being okay. You either have one or you don't. Back to the phones we go. The Lions would be so fun this week. So fun. So George fun. Wilson was the Lions coach 1957. Uh, Bobby Lightheart and Tobin Rote played quarterback. To- of course, Tobin Rote. Tobin Rote. Is the Tobin Rote. Is that Kyle Rote's dad? No. Because that was Kyle Rote. He's the guy that played for the uh, Giants. So whoever Tobin Rote was. wonder what happened to that name. We don't see see many Rotes anymore. Hello and welcome in. I guess the Rotes have been written. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Is that what they say? <laughs> Congratulations. Great win by your guys. <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you, I about had a heart attack. I'll tell you what. When that kicker, oh when that kicker, God. when that kicker kicked that ball into that lineman, oh and I thought about you with your reference to, uh, Lord. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, you called that right on the money. That kid was scared. He was scared of that moment. You called that right on the money. Honey, but one and the other kid for the other team. I mean, two of them, and and that would have won the game for them. You better hope it doesn't come down to a kick this weekend, Peggy. I'll tell you that. You better hope it doesn't come down to a kick. I told you, you know, I was halfway joking about it, but look, what are you going to do? You're just going to have to go with him. Here's what you're going to have to do. It can't come down to no field goal. At. And I'm going to tell you, I think a lot of it to do them at three weeks off yep. did not do them any good. It, there's, I mean, Rusty ain't even the word. I don't even know what you'd call it. I mean, it, but whatever it was, you know, take it, yes. I mean, that last three minutes was the best three minutes of football I've seen in 25 years. It is wonderful. You know who that kid looked like, Bino, moving them down the field? You know who that made me think about? Who do you think I'm going to say, Bino? Because it's all the kids. Who? Montana. That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. I'm watching that. I wasn't going to say it. And I'm like, this dude looks just like Montana. 
because he delivered when it counted. He just, uh, he never got looked. I mean, you know he's rattled, but he never looked it. Never looked rattled. He, st- he never looked it. Nope. I never seen anybody look like that. Nope. Except, you know, uh, the, uh, it was amazing. It was so much fun. I was up all night calling. <laughs> How would you like to get lucky it. like that in a draft, Bino? And make a guy that's a last draft pick and find that kid. Can you believe that? Now, that's a no. story, too. The NFL I can't believe probably, that. They don't know which storyline to go with, do they? All that scouting, all that money uh-huh. that's put into that. And this kid was the final pick in the draft. He was that close to being a free agent. That's a crazy yeah. story. And he's a nice You're going to love this part of it. They brought up... Uh, that's talking about it on one of the after shows I was yeah. listening to, and they said, even the great, you can't get away from it no matter what you're listening to, even the great Nick Saban paced on this kid because he told him his hands was too small and he wouldn't be able to grip the ball in the rain. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, think about this. Speaking of high draft picks and low draft picks, Tom Brady was a sixth-rounder, and that looked like Tom Brady, yeah. too. Yeah, and in those NFL games, Peggy, those playoff games, that last drive, that's what separates those guys. I mean, well, it's, it's, and you can you know, the season. I mean, if they do good, you know, if you go into the playoffs and do pretty good, I mean, you can go all the way. You, you know, lose a bunch. Of, I like the Eagles that starting out like they did. That blood my mind about as big as any storyline to see. How that I don't know what happened. I mean, it's just a mic. I don't understand what yeah. happened. Kelsey looked really tore up over Eagles. it yesterday, moron. That, hey, what a, that is just, I don't know. I think he's probably suffering. I don't know. He's if that was your tired. son, Peggy, with no shirt on, running around like that, acting a fool, uh, taking all the attention I off one of your other kids, like you jerking yeah. not in him. I know you. Oh, I mean, not look here. He just sat down there and watched his brother play and act like somebody. Now, Thank I mean, you. You know, that's crazy. Thank you. People uh, say, you, know, oh, you sound that like an old man. I might sound like an old man, but I'm freaking right about this. Well, I'll tell it, you that. He had a warrant or something, but I mean, my God, most people have feels about If you really suffered a loss, you ain't going to be out in public acting like that. Look at me. Look that's at me. Opinion. Look at me. Look at me. The Kelsies can go away. Look at me. Look well, at I me. Mean, and just, I love you know, Taylor Swift. Just, Hey, most people move on from stuff, I, but I didn't, you know, my, and, you know, dwelt on it. Maybe he's just over it, you know, maybe, you know, whatever, I don't know how old he is. Uh, it's a whole different world, and we better just adjust to it, I reckon. Well, I'm not adjusting don't to you? that. I'm not laughing at that. I'm not celebrating that. I mean, so. it is kind of crazy, yeah. But, but Peggy, you guys bad. have the Lions this week. Later in the week, you Good. and I are going to break this thing down scientifically. Okay. Sharpen your pencil. Here's the scientific. This week I've got M&M. Or I'll have Mr. and Miss Swift. You know, after that. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy, thank you. You're an absolute nut. She's always getting things by me, Bino. I have to, you, we need like a cipher. We need like a Peggy, a, a Peggy cipher. That's what we need. A Peggy cipher as, as we continue 865 200 
X will join us in the next hour. More phone calls. We continue on the other side after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Hey guys, it's Jessica Hargrove coming to you from the Grand Reserve at Spring Hill. We want you to unwrap luxury living with us. We have the largest floor plans in the area with two pools, two gyms, rec rooms, and more. Each unit is designed to be your new home and oasis. Our team makes sure to put the community back into everything we do. We have an amazing special going on right now. If you could, give us a call, 931-486-2236, or you can visit our website at grandreservespringhill.com. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Bino said Lance Hurd, and now this for the Vols over the weekend. Not to mention, and we haven't really talked about it, but that season beating that the Vols put on Alabama in hoops, we, ladies and gentlemen, have us one heck of a college basketball team that we're going to watch here for the next two months. I'm telling you, this Tennessee basketball team is great. Speaking of great, a guy that projects to be great, let's hear it here uh, as um, George McIntyre commits to the Vols. This is what it sounded like. Uh, Trust me, this is what it sounded like. Lastly, I'd like to thank Jesus Christ. I don't have nothing is possible. God is good. And I hope that each and every one of you will find him eventually. Sweet. That's for my commitment. I love this state, the fan base, and the coaches. And I'll be staying home at the University of Tennessee. Blessed with so many great opportunities go. to follow my dream of playing college football. Pump it up. And I'm grateful for every one of them. But there's always been one place close to my heart. It's where I learned about family and faith. And it's where I was born to be a from Nashville to Knoxville, the Mississippi to the Smokies, there's just something special about Tennessee. This isn't a decision, it's a call. And volunteers answer the call. Rocky Top, I'm staying home. How about that, Bino? Same thing like Trevor Lawrence, who grew up a Vol fan. Peyton Manning, favorite player. It wasn't a decision for him. It was a calling. And Bob Welton at that time and Butch Jones told his father, we're not answering your call. 
Yeah, well, we, uh, we've got an adult in the room now. Uh, we got a former quarterback that's a head football coach now. And, uh, we, we had the benefit of our, uh, probably the other team that had the best chance to sign McIntyre, uh, going through a transition that we've gone through so many of. So, uh, good for us and too bad for them. I mean, they had Quentin Dorm- Dormity, though. What else do you need at QB? We're done. We're done. Uh, not taking what's rightfully ours, I guess is my point. Michael McCambridge has written a book on the history of professional football that's literally one of the great books of all time called America's Game. And uh, Goldie is reminding me, Goldbrick is reminding me that it isn't Goldie, it's somebody else, that the uh, Lions, let me think here, the Brownies actually joined the NFL in 1950. But that Michael McCambridge book is really great. I'd recommend that for anybody. Let's go back to the phones. 865-200-5402. Hello and welcome into our next call. As you're on a day where it is finally above freezing, and I'm taking my shirt off for my neighbors today. You're going to see what I got this afternoon. As it's supposed to get around 40 today. Praise God. Hello and welcome into our next call. Thank you guys for taking my call, Tony. This is Michael in San Antonio. How are you guys doing? My man, Michael. You guys are thawing out. Home of the commanders of San Antonio. I still, of the old AAF, I am still raving the banner, brother. You know what? I've heard you refer to those. I've called there a few times over the years, and I've always heard you refer to those guys, and I've looked them up. I need to find somewhere down here that maybe carries some of that old memorabilia and then uh, hook you up, my friend. That's what I'm hunting. That's what I'm hunting. I don't know if you remember me. I'm the guy that emailed you all those photos of that Philadelphia Eagles memorabilia from that uh, cheesesteak shop. You remember that cheesesteak shop down there? I sent that to my family as the great uh, goofy coach down there. At, yeah. uh, at, at LSU likes to say, my fam, they couldn't believe it. But you're the man, Mike. Uh, you know, Mike in San Antonio, you're what I call an OG caller, man. You've been calling us close to a couple decades now. You're like an OG. You're an OG caller, man. Of course I remember you. Well, well check this out. Dude, I, I'm, I work in sales and I hadn't, I, I just start, I just turned on the app today because I'm just going to listen while I work a little bit. You know, I'm like, you know, like I usually do. And I had really no reason to call, but within like 20 minutes, like three or four things came up. I'm like, I got to call this dude because I work in sales. You were talking about the fear factor. Yep, the fear factor. Yep. It's it's one of your best motiv- motivational. I mean, what's one of the best motivators in yep. this business? Tell scared, brother. Hey, when and, you get up, when you get up and you got to fill up that funnel every single day you know and here's the thing about sales it's crazy you have a great year and you're in like a big mm-hmm. company and they want you to have a better year the next year then a better year yep. then a better year and that's nick saban in a nutshell this is what happened to me personally because yep. i was on the road quite a bit you know for years and i got to yep. call you every now and then but for the last three or four years 
as the business grew, you get chained more to the desk. You're there because you're just overwhelmed with the business. That you kind of manage that got, business, that's right? right? Yep, yep. And so that overwhelming, I changed career, I changed jobs after 16 years of my previous sales jobs. Now I work for a company remote. My boss is in Kansas City, Missouri. Boom! Here expanding territory. They delivered a company car. I have a laptop. My office is now my den. Well, we're glad to have you back. It's pretty badass. And you, uh, you earned it. And you're working in your yep. jammies right now. And you earned it, uh, brother. If, if I choose to, yes, sir. Then no, no doubt. I mean, yeah, it's like a newscaster. I'll get on these little Zoom meetings and have my shirt all buttoned up, you know, and underneath I'll be wearing my Star Wars pajamas. Man. So what did we say today that fired you up, focused you, and prepared you and made you call this program? Well, you were talking about, uh, well, there's a few topics. I have a story for you about the Detroit Lions head coach. Hit it. Well, I learned last week by riding around with another sales guy, this dude used to be an assistant coach for R.C. Slocum many years ago at Texas A&M. And he was riding around with a recruit and another assistant coach. There were two assistant coaches and a recruit riding around. Um, and I guess the recruit was in the car with them. And uh, they were headed to wherever, and the recruit you know, tells them on the way back to the school, he's like, hey, you know, thanks, thanks, guys. I've made my decision, but I think I'm going to go to Texas. He told he told Dan Campbell and the other coach right there on the spot while they're in the car, he made up his mind to go somewhere else. So what this guy does, Campbell, he's driving. He finds the nearest payphone, pulls over, and tells the kid to get out of the car. He said, get out. He said, we don't, you know, we don't get out anymore. He literally made the kid get out of the car and left him at a payphone. And then he got reprimanded pretty heavily by Slocum after that. So he was very picky about who he sent Campbell on the road to do recruiting trips with. But that's that's how uh, that's how intense the damn guy is. That's hey, Bino, Bino, looking at Dan that. Campbell, can you imagine him telling a kid to get out of his car after he said, "I'm not coming to your place"? That I, I would believe that story, Beanstar. How about you? Yeah, and I can imagine how quick I would have got out of there if I was that kid. <laughs> You talk about a guy yeah. that looks like he's not wrapped too tight. That's that Campbell yeah. guy. That guy looks like he's. You know, but, and I can see yeah. it happening down here in Texas too, man. I just see a dude driving up, and I imagine you know he was, you know, even you know, 20, you know, twenty, twenty-five years ago when he was coaching for Slocum, you know, when payphones were, you know, they were all around. I, 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 I can see it happening. Hey, Michael Excuse in me, San Antonio. Difference hey, with that franchise for you in San Antonio. Are there more? Longhorn people there, A and M people there, and do these people understand what they've gotten themselves into with what's going to happen in this league? I'm glad you mentioned that because every year around college football season, I always want to call up there and tell you that, really, because I'm in San Antonio, right? All right, you have uh, the Longhorns, University of Texas in Austin, which is about an hour or so up the road, I-535. And then you have Texas A&M, which is in College Station, which is a couple of hours probably east a little bit closer to Houston, somewhere between San Antonio and Houston. Up from San Antonio northward, along that I-35 corridor, it's all UT fans. But once you go east of San Antonio, that's when you get out to the farms and the ranches. It's more agricultural, more rural. Like the area I grew up in, Tennessee, that's where you get all your A&M fans. I would consider Texas fans more, uh, what do you call it? More uh, the majority I've met, or you know, could be a little more urban than say the A and M fans. You know, they're more they're more uh, rednecks. Like, like that's me. interesting. So yeah. they're going to fit right in, huh? They're going to fit right yeah. in. 
I get I, I get along better with A and M fans to be honest with you when I'm out and about. Man. Texas know, fans, you mean? Texas, hell, man. Tex, like a, you mean you know. Texas fans? Well, I get I get along with with both of them, but the A and M fans, I yeah. can relate to them more because it's how I grew up. You, you know what's you know? funny? You were you saying that? Area, I've know? always made fun of A and M. You know, kind of called them popcorn flatulence and this and that, and that is kind yeah. of their history. But yep. Bino and myself, we were we spent a lot of time around those people down at Calhoun's, and there were a bunch of them down there. And Bino, do you remember how we both looked at each other and said, "God, you can't help but love these folks." <laughs> I, I do, Tony, and I, you know, I didn't have a chance to interact with them uh, in the uh, in the Cotton Bowl in two thousand six. Yeah, I just didn't have an opportunity to interact with many of them. So, uh, I was, uh, I, I would, I was glad that the ones that we talked to were how they were. And that music group that I play with fountain city ramblers, we played a tailgate that day, uh, for the great Austin Collins brother of Josh. And I got to tell you, man, uh, to your, to your point, Michael in San Antonio, those people were a lot of fun that day. They were over there yeah. mixing, matching, hanging out, doing their thing. Uh, yeah, I got I got time for those folks. Yeah, my brother-in-law and I went to the uh, A&M game during the Butch Jones area that was here in uh, College Station. You let me write. I think I wrote a little bit on your blog about it uh, like before the week. Years That's ago. right. You invited me to do that. I That's appreciate right. that. And it, and it was. I, I, you know, I've been to, dude, I've been to Gainesville. I've been to, you know, I've been to other stadiums. I, I felt... I felt so at ease, and I actually, I did, I kind of felt more home there almost, really, than I had any other stadium. I'm sure as hell be being, being scared to death in Gainesville years ago. <laughs> Those, I'll tell you what, and I appreciate you. scary going well, to that place, I, I appreciate you. It's not scary anymore because about 5,000 people are left. I'll tell you something that's going to scare the rest of the SEC, and that's the Tennessee. is stacking and packing. Five, woo! Boogie, woogie, man. Woo! Boogie woogie man. Woo! They're stacking and packing five star quarterbacks. X, tell me about it. Our recruiting guru who's working on a piece, the definitive piece, uh, for uh, tclub.team tomorrow. Uh, the significance, X, is I welcome you in of George McIntyre. Uh, well, Tony, it's like you're saying, <clears throat> and I hope everyone's doing okay. Um, you know, it's this concept that we've talked about. We've seen Alabama do it, seen Georgia do it. It's stacking really good recruiting classes on top of really good recruiting classes. And Tennessee is beginning to do that, and I think it's really interesting. They're beginning to do that at uh, the wide receiver position, the quarterback position. Um, it would be really interesting to see how they do uh, you know, this cycle with offensive tackles, but at those three positions in particular on offense, and I think they're trying to do that at positions on defense like cornerback and edge rusher. From and, your, from, and, you know, they, yeah. they've had pretty good success at doing that so far. Uh, but getting back to McIntyre, no, yeah. uh, I mean, for a number of reasons, I think it's a, you can't under, estimate this whatsoever he's he's clearly the number one prospect in the state of tennessee this cycle in my opinion um i've looked at the quarterbacks that people think are better than him 
Uh, and, you know, I'll do respect, I respect their opinions, but for Tennessee's offense, I don't think there's anybody better in the country uh, for what they want to do than this kid. He's a really good fit. And although it's unfair to him, uh, he's going to be compared right off the bat to Nico. You, you just can't, you can't get away from it. Well, he's tall, uh, slender. He's his, tall, slim. Is great game, athlete. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, he, he's really good at running around and making plays on the run. Mm-hmm. He can throw well on the run. He's got a good arm. Um, you know, he, he just looks like a quarterback. He looks like he belongs. Um, I, you know, uh, this was a, he had, he could have gone anywhere in the country to play football, Tony. Um, but you know, his mom is a Tennessee alum. Uh, you know, he grew up, uh, in that kind of environment. And though I, you know, I think, uh, uh, LSU, Alabama, maybe a couple other teams were, you know, uh, good competition. I, I don't think he was going anywhere but Tennessee in the end. His video montage uh, had a clip with him as a little boy in a uh, yeah. kind of a vintage Tennessee orange shirt. And, uh, boy, it warmed my heart. The yeah. thing about guys like this is you got to decide to take them. You know, we we yeah. had one of these guys who grew up as Peyton Manning of a, as a hero, and we didn't take him. And rude today, and he's now quarterback yeah. down there of the Jacksonville Jaguars and a multimillionaire and one of the bright young players at, at that level. This McIntyre uh, guy, XEO, I was talking with you. Obviously, he's pretty slight. We were talking earlier. He's 182 pounds. But, you know, he's going to gain weight. Uh, he's going to sign in December. And Tennessee gets the luxury now which is what Alabama's done for years, the luxury of you get a year to wait uh, and study under a guy that's uh, in Nico that's a, a great player. This is a wonderful development for Tennessee today. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And first thing, Tennessee fans should savor George McIntyre's uh, decision. Uh, in the this day of NIL, and, you know, Tennessee has, for some, you know, for a lot of people, it's become a melting pot. And many kids don't grow up wanting to play at Tennessee like they used to when we were young. You know, this kid, he grew up in a Tennessee household. And I think to some extent, he's living out a dream. And, and yeah, I, I think there's something to be said for that. Um, it's striking to me, too, how he seems very reserved and very much like Nico from that yes. respect too. But a couple of things here, you know, he's been to campus at least seven, if not eight times between the time he was offered and now. So he, he knows, I mean, he's already started developing relationships with, you know, the kids that are arriving on campus now, but the ones that we're recruiting in 2025 too. He's close enough that he'll be able to get up here in the spring, the summer, for game day weekends. So um, unlike, you know, Nico being on the coast, this kid's close enough where he's going to be, I think he'll be instrumental in recruiting for Tennessee in 2025. And and this is a really big class for Tennessee. They 
they have some real needs on the offensive and defensive lines. They need to stack another good wide receiver class together. Um, and I think he'll be a big part of that. Our recruiting guru X joining us uh, off the top uh, here in our do. Uh, Bino, go ahead. Questions X. Um, he uh, it it sounds like this is a really grounded young man, uh, much like Nico. Um, uh, question one: uh, He's obviously going to have to sit at least one year uh, in in this era. Is this the type of kid that will have the patience to do that? And also, do you think that maybe we'll cash in more uh, with offensive skill position play? After his signing, or after his commitment, then we seem to with Nico. Uh, answer your first, uh, your last question first, Bino, and hope you're doing okay. Um, yes, I think that the fact is that he is so close to campus. Uh, he's been a fixture at these, uh, you know, these camps that rivals twenty four seven on three. They sponsor around the, you know, the southeast and the country, you know, in the spring and summers, these competitions. He's been a, a regular at those. So he knows a lot of these kids. Um, you know, he's a big, uh, star in the 707 competitions that go on. I think he actually is on the same team with a couple of the wide receivers that are high on Tennessee's list and, uh, at least one of those, if not both of them, are top 100 prospects. So, from the wide receiver perspective, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, there's two or three tackles at the top of Tennessee's list for 2025. David Sanders from over in Charlotte being one. Uh, he's already started, you know, uh, working on relationship building with him. But, uh, a- absolutely. Uh, I think too that he, um, with respect to your first question, um, he comes from a football family. Uh, his uncle was a SEC coach for years. Uh, his uh, he's got um, he's got his. I think some of his cousins have been SEC coaches. I think that he knows the value of not getting thrown in. And I think he sees the pathway that Nico has taken to the field. And there's something to be said for that. You know, hopefully we don't have the situation where he has to get, uh, you know, has an injury or something like that where he has to play. He needs to take time to, to make the transition from high school to college. He needs to get, definitely needs to get bigger. He needs to learn this offense, and he still has some fundamentals he has to work on. Uh, his um, he plays in high school. His that line that he plays behind is average, so he's constantly facing pressure. Um, that's cost him to kind of lose sight of his his footwork a little bit. He uh, he he needs to he, he needs to handle the ball better. He loses a little bit of techniques from time to time, but that's to be expected when he's running for his life. But one of the bright spots of running through for your life is he also has to process information quickly. And in addition to his skills, one of the best traits you can have in Josh Hopple's offense is processing information quickly. 
So the fact is that he's used to making decisions really quick. I think it's going to help him when he gets to college. When X talks about this guy coming from a football family, it's interesting to note that his uncle is Mike McIntyre, who's currently the coach at, I want to say, FIU, one of the alphabet schools in Florida. I believe that's right. He was, at, Col- right, he was at Colorado for a while. He moved the bar there uh, at Colorado for a hot minute. Um, and and his grandfather, Bino, believe it or not, is George McIntyre that used to coach at Vanderbilt way, way back in the day. Um, I want to say that his uh, grandfather coached at Vandy right before Watson Brown did, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. So, yes. yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, that's uh, this is a kid who obviously uh, has grown up uh, in a football family, understanding how to carry himself, understanding what is required of a quarterback. And, you know, X, I was... I was really impressed with, first of all, the, the video they put together is the, for the family, but even more than that, his comments today at his school and the maturity that he showed in that, there was no clowning around, there was no putting on seven hats, there was none of that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, been, he's been brought up well, you can tell that. Um, he's well-grounded. Um, again, these similarities to me are striking, uh, when you compare him to Nico in that respect, uh, very soft-spoken, uh, again, the, the word and you, it's a good, great word. He's well-grounded and mature for his age. Well, anything, I know you're going to have a full report for us in the morning over at tclub.team as X does, but, uh, Bino had the foresight to mention the fact that Lance Hurd, a.k.a. Zalance Hurd from LSU, made it official over the weekend, which, you know, when you're chasing a guy like that and it happens, it's almost part of like a Friday news dump, uh, and then the basketball team plays like they do, and then you have this news today, that something like that can get lost. But since you're here, the significance of that from your perspective well, Tennessee just, I mean, we, the, my experience with us signing five-star offensive linemen, I go back to Dontavious Blair, I, the, the, my, my memory of five-star guys like that. We've had, <coughs> excuse me, you know, mixed success there. This guy looks like a, I mean, he's massive. He looks like a can't miss. But, uh, you know, Tennessee's bringing back, uh, Really, not only really quality starters, but you know depth that has played in the SEC too. But this guy is uh, this hard kid uh, is a was a really important piece to that. Um, and I think also that shouldn't get over over you know should not be spoken about was the commitment they got from the defensive lineman uh, out of the transfer portal yesterday from Stanford. Yes, Polynesian. He's played a couple of years. He's got a couple of years more to go. Uh, he's going to step right in. And uh, he's very similar to the uh, Norman Lott kid that we got as a transfer. He's, he's an uh, inside guy. He's a disruptor. 
Uh, so I think both of those are good pickups. But her, yeah, he, you know, he he looks like a he looks like an Alabama offensive tackle. To be real honest, I mean that's the best way to put it. Um, and you know, we around Tennessee, we haven't gotten many of those lately. Uh, Darnell Wright grew into one, uh, you know, as a uh, over time. But but this guy definitely looks the part. And uh, if you uh, kind of read some of the things the LSU mods and analysts are putting out, uh, uh, you know, I think he'll ultimately be missed down there. He's a good pickup. Great stuff, brother. Look forward to reading you tomorrow. And I appreciate you. I know you're on the road right now. Do your thing. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Hey, I didn't make you mad. I don't want to make you mad today. It sounds like you've got enough of that going on in your life. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, hey. Him crack, him cracking on me, being a Jeff. You're not gonna let that happen, are you? No, no, no. You know, I laugh when I get angry. I have a, a question here right. that I wanted to ask. Hit it. And why did the Lions, or rather the Bucks, go for two yesterday when they scored to make the 31-23 ball game? It would have forced them, and it didn't end up. They never got the chance to tie the game, but. It would have forced them to then go for two just to tie the game up. It seems weird to me that coaches are trying to, after they, they're down 14, they score a TD, okay, let's go for two now. You'd think you'd want to say that until you score your second TD and you're down by one. Maybe you go for two there and win. But if you don't get it, you force yourself to have to go for two just to tie it if you score in a second touchdown. Yeah, it's crazy, Brian, and I don't understand it, but apparently once they, I, I mean, we watched football for 60 years and never saw it. Last year's about the first time we ever saw it happen. They moved the extra point back to where they actually missed some of those, and now I'm sure there's some kind of formula out there that says when you're down 14, I mean, when you're down eight, when you cut it to eight, you might as well go for two. Uh, I, I'll never understand it, but that, I'm sure that's what it is. If those are the numbers, Bino, right, why wouldn't you go for two all the time? That's me. You know, we, we even see some teams go for two, uh, even in a college game, after their first touchdown now. Yeah. And that's been my argument. If if that's the case, then just quit kicking extra points. That's go right. Go for two every time. Every time. Every time. Because now, you know, used to be, Fourth down and two, ball at the 45-yard line. We'd celebrate. Hey, we stopped them. Everybody celebrates uh-huh. in the stadium. Now now it's fourth and two. Everybody's going for it. Whether it's plus, minus 45, it doesn't matter. Everybody's going for it. I wonder if we're yeah, going to get to a point where everybody just says, you know what, we're just going to go for two. We're, we, this is our franchise player here. We have franchise-wide receivers. Uh, you know, we're just going to go for two. Somebody one of these days is going to do that. You know that's going to happen, right? Well, did, yeah. wasn't there a coach in Arkansas or somewhere a high school coach that went for fourth down every time that never punted? Yeah, he mm-hmm. got he got a college job and got fired, but it worked in high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. The, Big Presbyterian. The only thing that will probably keep him from doing that, Tony, is these guys think they've only got so many two point plays, and I'm I'd say that's correct, but you know. Until they stop you, run the same one. 865-200-5402. I was trying to think back, because I didn't like that yesterday, Brian. I agree with that. But I don't want to be hypocritical here. I was trying to think back to that 
Texas A&M game because um, Sirianni from the Eagles, I did not like taking points off the board in the Tampa playoff game. And that was last Monday, and a million things have happened in the sports world. And some of you probably saw it, and some of you didn't. And even those of you that saw it probably are not even cognizant of what I'm talking about. But they had an extra point that was good. They took that off the board, went for two, didn't get it. Now, there was a face mask that wasn't called. The league fined the safety who committed the face mask for the face mask, but they didn't call a face mask, so that was the two-point conversion was no good. I never take points off the board. If I've kicked that extra point, I'm declining that. But then again, I got mad at Butch Jones because I believe we were in overtime. I believe our t- team was 6-0. and I believe it was at A&M. I believe we were had a loaded backfield. And I do know at the time on Garza Law, uh, fifth quarter fan reaction, that I was uh, urinated off at him for not going for it in that spot. Um, but he chose to take the extra point. Or did they already kick the extra point, Brian, that game? Or what was the do you do you guys remember? Did we already take the extra point there? What was the what was the scenario there? Do you guys remember if we I, took- I think Texas A and M was offside and it was a dead play. They they were penalized for being offside. Mm. And it was a dead ball and they could have taken they could have gone half the distance to the goal. And you could have gone down to the one-yard line or so and gone for two. To, instead, Bush, I think, declined the penalty or something and just took the extra point. Well, we didn't Maybe have, they did take the penalty and then kick the extra point. Anyway. I think that's I what know. we did. I think we. that's what made me mad. It wasn't that we wiped points off the board, because generally I'm not wiping points off the board for anybody. But the Eagles also had a situation where they kicked a field goal and then white, and took that back and, and went for it on fourth and didn't get it. I... I'm just not a points chaser. Uh, I'm just not. But one of these days, one of these people, like Bino said in the NFL, somebody is going to go all the time. That's that's where it's going to go. Because if now, you tell me, if you tell me that that's the analytics and that's the number, I'm with Bino. Why am I not doing it all the time? If those are the numbers, why am I not doing it all the time? It doesn't make any sense. There would have been 41 seconds left for A&M to come down and kick the game-winning field goal, but it would have given Tennessee a two-point, a one-point lead with 41 seconds left. I thought there was an overtime, Brian. No, they actually Tennessee didn't score a TD in overtime. They scored a, they kicked the field goal, and A&M kicked the field goal, and then A&M won on the next possession, and I think Dobbs was picked off. So that play happened in regulation. Yes. Huh. And remember, A&M got in position to kick a game-winning field goal, but I think it was blocked in the last play of the game. So they would have they would have gotten in field goal range anyway, but that would have been for the win. They would have probably come away with a one-point win if they had, had some guts. The thing about that season was that was really a fun year till it wasn't. As, well, uh, the first month was as fun as it gets. Ah, uh, till it wasn't. Man, they could. Think about this. Yeah. Think about the last five games of the 2015 season, or was it the last six games, and then the first five games of 2016. Undefeated. I think they they won like yeah they had won like 11 games in a row that spanned. Unfortunately, instead of one season, it spanned two seasons. Jones and they had, lost enough. Jones had it going. Of those seasons oh. did not really matter. Boy, he must have had so many slogans in his notepad when he would wake himself up in the middle of the night. You know. Let's get, <laughs> Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. 
Hey, what's going on, Tone? Who's ball run? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Not too much. And if you remember that game, we burned our two-point play because our first touchdown, and it was beautiful, Dobbs kind of walks over to the sideline, kind of like he's confused, and everyone's like, I'm going to call a timeout. And they snapped it to Juwan real quick, and they tossed it to Dobbs, and he scored a touchdown. That would have been beautiful to save and then run there, but we all know Butch Jones yep. with a map and two chances couldn't find his you-know-what, so he, he, he was an idiot. It wouldn't have mattered. That was, uh, hey, Bino, that, the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator back then was whom? Somebody help me out here. His son played here. Um, son just finished up here. He did oh, right the guy that everyone hated on. No, he, um, Jancic. Jancic, he did a nice job in that game. I remember good. that game specifically, one of the prettiest, well-called games I can remember. And that uh, conversion you're talking about was one of the one of the prettiest, coolest design things I've ever seen work in a football game. Well, it, unfortunately, we used it at the wrong Jancic time. We also DC, had right? Camara. Who was the uh, Camara? launched himself that game, if you remember, because we couldn't play uh, the kid from Hendersonville. Who was the OC, Bino? Was it DeBoard back then? I don't know. It, it was DeBoard. DeBoard because Bajakian was only here like one year. That's right. Coach yeah, Jake. he left. DeBoard came in before yeah. the 15th season. Jancic was the DC. You guys are right. I, I'm, I'm all over. And that. Bob Shute was the yeah. defensive coordinator then. Poop on Jancic Shute. was DC in 15, and then <laughs> Shute came in at 16. Oh, Bob Poop. <laughs> Sorry, that I'm so juvenile. It never, it's never not funny though, is it? But uh, not to me, guys. Um, you're right on this. I was watching the game, and I immediately said, "What on earth is um, the Bucks coach doing?" And I hopped on Twitter, and I love Twitter only for sports. It's nonsense for everything else, but sports, it's so great. Half the people were like, what an idiot. Then half the people were like, no, you guys are stupid. You don't understand. This is the new calculus football we play. Here's my thing. Would Jimmy Johnson and who else? Tony Dungy and Bill Belichick. Would they have ever done that in the 90s and the 2000s? It's just this newfangled way like they have the, the answer now and we're all stupid. It made no sense to me. What do you guys think? Well, it's just what the geeks have done to all sports, you know. Strikeouts don't matter anymore. Batting average doesn't matter anymore. Those are passe. You know, they, th- those guys all decry the what they call the, the bubblegum card stats. I still think bubblegum stats are extremely important in defining uh, what a baseball player is and what a baseball player does, but they'll tell you they mean next to nothing. So... You know, you you can get as granular with this stuff as you want to get it. I'll say this for numbers geeks. Numbers can make, can say whatever you want them to say if you go deep enough in anything in life. I believe that. Well, if it works every time, then you're always right, except for the obvious fact of what if it doesn't. Well, Bino's right. If you tell me that that's the right thing to do, then do it all the time. If you're going to tell me that, if you're going to tell me that, then in four, if I go for it four times, I make it twice, why am I not doing it all the time? That's all. Right. Just asking for a friend. Um, hey, Tone, uh, you know, basketball, 
my Hoosiers are so terrible. I'm all in on the balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, when was the last regular season game you were this pumped for that game up in Lexington? Because I can't think. Oh of boy, one. that it was probably when my balls or my Hoosiers played UK uh, when the court storming happened. That's the last time I've been this excited. If the snow ever melts, if the snow ever melts and the creeks don't rise, we're talking about doing a watch party at Corner 16, the new location. Bino, do you think people will show up out there Saturday night uh, for an 8.30 tip-off and then we do our post-game show afterwards? Do you think that people will be there for that bean star? What do you think? Are you kidding? I'm asking. After what we've gone through this week, I believe they'd show up at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> Hey, by the way, who's your ball, Ryan? I was reminded over the weekend, because there's this narrative about Dalton Connect that, and Jimmy Dykes kind of feeds the narrative, which kind of drives me nuts, that he was just... I got a chuckle. Well, he was found, you know, nowhere. Nobody knew about him, and Tennessee spent literally all their NIL money on him, okay? That's kind of... that's kind of. That's kind of what they did. But you know who they beat for him, right? Is the Hoosiers. That that pathetic school in Bloomington. That's right. I don't know his, what the heck's going on. His final five were Tennessee, Kansas, Indiana, UNC, Oregon. And his final two were Tennessee and Indiana, who were the two most yeah. desperate to get him, who kind of got in a bidding war over him. And Tennessee won the bidding war. Here's my question for you. If Indiana would have gotten him, what, what kind of team would you all have right now? I got a chuckle when you said it on the fifth quarter uh, bubble bubble team. <laughs> yeah, Tone, uh, when it comes to country music, I'm more Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Alabama. Morgan Wallen's got some good ones, though. He's got a song called Wasted on You. Don't Connect would have been Wasted on Woody. That would have been the new version of that song if he would have gone to IU. <laughs> That's a great line. What's the point? Jackson I mean, Davis was kind of wasted on him, too. I tell you, he's having a nice little NBA career that shocked yes, me. Yes, he That's, is. You talk about a kid with a motor and just a, a guy you want to root for. Him, Victor Oladipo, guys that played for bum coaches that they couldn't even mess him up. But I don't want to be like Watson Brown. And, you know, I, I, I was going to say this because Matt J. Dixon ain't on. We all think about this Big Z character up in Lexington. Oh, my. I'm a, this. They can't play defense, but you got to score 80 to have a chance against the Cats. The Cat looks like Zeus, right? Big Z can play. They're bad. They're excellent on offense. They kind of like Alabama. They're excellent on offense. The difference between them and Alabama mm-hmm. is they score from all over. They'll score on all over the court. Uh, that Alabama team and that dogmatic approach of not shooting a mid-range shot is the most idiotic thing I've ever watched in my life on Saturday. But, hey, I appreciate you, Ryan. Thank you. Great call. Always good to hear from Hoosierval Ryan. The narrative that Dalton Connect was somehow found in some scrap heap, you know, on the side of the road and bought at like a yard sale, it's just not true. It's just not. I like Jimmy Dykes. He likes the sound of his voice. It's good. It's fun. He seems like a nice guy. Seems like a good. When you're Final Five in the transfer portal, are Tennessee an elite basketball team, top 10, living in the top 10 under Rick Barnes, Barnstormers? You can take that, 
put it in your pipe and smoke it. And you can say, what do you need? I don't care what it is. It's a regular sale. I don't know what you're talking about. I remember years around here, we couldn't win 20 games. What do you mean it's a regular season? We're going to move the bar that much? you got to be kidding me. When your final five are Tennessee, Kansas, every bit, an elite team throughout basketball history since they've had peach baskets up, and young Bino was at the at the uh, rec center in Oak Ridge playing on the peach baskets. Indiana, several national championships. Are you kidding me? North Carolina, hello, and then Oregon. I mean, those are your final five, and you want to act like this guy, you know, they just unearthed him? you got to be kidding. Let's come back with more on the other side. It's a Monday edition after that. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. 
This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Back to the phones we go. 865-200-5402. Lovely Laura just sent me something. Some One of our neighbors took some photos. and There's a bunch of cars piled one on top of the other. Bottom of our hill here. So... I guess that alters my plans of getting out this afternoon. But I will tell you this. The minute I get out, the minute I get out, I'm getting to the bottom of that hill, and I'm going to get out, and I'm going to do like Joel M.B. does, and I'm doing Degeneration X. And and he gets fined by the NBA, and I'll probably get some dirty looks from some neighbors. But that is exactly how I'm going to rile. We're going to roll into a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. X appeared on the TLD Logistics Hotline with the greatest of ease. We've been celebrating the McIntyre news all day. Tennessee hoops through a perfect game. We'll continue to talk about it. It's incredible. The NFL playoffs, it's all here. We love you. Peace, God bless. Tomorrow we'll see you. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.